Welcome to Dave McMahon Unleashed. Hope you guys are doing good. Hope, hope you're taking good care of yourselves. Uh, with me on today's uh, live online broadcast is Reggie Floyd. He owns six mushroom dispensaries in Ontario, magic mushroom dispensaries in Ontario, uh, six of them. <laughs> so Reggie's going to give us a documentary on the shrooms. Uh, we've only got about 45 minutes on the Dave McMahon Unleashed podcast, so we plan to cover as much ground as we possibly can. Uh, welcome to uh, the show, Reggie. Good morning. <clears throat> Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Get nice and close to that microphone. There you go. Uh, Reggie, uh, before we get started, um, are you born in Ontario? Where'd you, where were you born? Where'd you grow up? Uh, I was actually born in Eastern Europe. Were you? I was. I was born in Kosovo. Holy shit. I uh, lived in Germany for a little bit and then raised in Kitchener-Waterloo. Nice. Nice. With all the beautiful maple syrup and the Mennonites out in Kitchener-Waterloo area. and yeah, uh, the beavers and uh, all the wonderful stuff that Canada brings. Yeah, that's right. You got it. Well, and then, so, um, we want to talk about mushrooms. We want to cover a lot of ground, but as I said, we don't have tons of time on these short podcasts that I deliver. Reggie, can you take us into the history of magic mushrooms? And, uh, of course, they do have another term, which you will talk about. Uh, they do. So... Magic mushrooms is what they're known colloquially, so um, sort of uh, underground. They're, there's a variety of mushrooms. There's so many of them that I can't even list, uh, but the, ma the major one is called uh, P. cubinus. That's sort of the magic mushrooms that most people um, uh, are known and associate with. Uh, they have a long history um, in various cultures dating back thousands of years. Uh, with evidence, uh, with religious and spiritual ceremonies amongst indigenous people, mostly in Central Americas, so the South Americas. Uh, some, uh, the Aztecs were actually one of the most well-known civilizations to use them. Um, they referred to them as the flesh of the gods. Believing consuming them allowed them to communicate with deities and gain insight into uh, the nature of the universe. Fucking wild. Yeah, they've been around for a very long time. I mean... If you want to really want to go deep into it, there's some theories that they've been around for uh, billions of years. It's one or two billion. Um, and they've sort of evolved and changed over the ages. They used to be uh, above ground, but now sort of the network is underground. And what we pick is just sort of the, uh, I guess you would call them like the leaves of the... Of right. The I'm not an expert. Like, uh, all I know is... You're not an expert. You just own six mushroom dispensaries <laughs> in the province of Ontario. What, what, what I like but to today, you're our expert. You are the expert today, Reggie Floyd. What I, what I like to preface anything uh, that I do is that uh, I'm not like a medical expert or a legal expert, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, everybody should always do their own research in yeah. any field. Yeah. Right? You should never just believe somebody at face value. Um, everything that I've learned, I've learned through my own research and through my own experience. Um, which has brought me to the point that we're at today, where I feel comfortable enough with um, magic mushrooms and the benefits of it to sort of... And I want you to highlight all those benefits a little bit later on, but certainly yeah. there's so many medical benefits, uh, psychologically, physically, from what I understand, and you can certainly highlight those for us. Yeah. Um, when was the first time that you... Uh, tried magic mushrooms, Reggie? Me, personally, the first time was actually in university. I was uh, visiting a friend in his dorm, 
Yeah. Uh, we did them on Halloween. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, when you're a kid, right, you, you just want to experience uh, everything, right? Yeah. So we didn't have a kid. You want to try different buzzes. You want to have sex with different people. You're in university. You want to fucking have a great time. Yeah, you see a rabbit hole and you want to go down it. So yeah. uh, it was just me and a group of friends on Halloween in university. And um, What were you dressed as that night for, with your Halloween costume? So all four of us were completely broke and dumb students. So we had no plan. But this was just <laughs> yeah. when uh, the yeah, dark, yeah. this was when the Dark Knight came out. Okay. So this is the first Halloween where everyone started dressing as the Joker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was I quite an experience. Our, our journey... Uh, started with mushrooms, and at some point we walked to Uptown Waterloo, went to a costume store, bought some face masks, and sort of just wandered the streets, uh, buzzed out of our mind. How long did your mushroom trip last for? Uh, it's it's hard as hell, obviously. You lose track of time. Exactly. Um, easily the entire night, so six hours, sort of um, – up until I went to bed, probably. How many mushrooms do you think you consumed? Like a gram or a couple of grams? Or I think we did no more than like two, maybe three grams each. And we just put them on pizzas and, uh, and just ate A lot of people way. put it on food, right? Like I got one friend that would put it on a McDonald's burger. Yeah. You know, before he would go to a concert. He knows who I'm talking about, <laughs> this guy. It's not the most edible. Uh, it tastes like shit? Yes, <laughs> essentially. It doesn't taste great, so there's... there's uh, a lot of methods to sort of mask the taste. So it's typical to put it on food. The beautiful thing now is um, we can actually infuse it in, in edibles and gummies and chocolates. And and um, all those wonderful products that you carry in your dispensaries. Correct. Yeah. So you got real high on the shrooms with your friends. Uh, and you, uh, where did you end? Like, when did you come down? What happened at the end? Uh, at the end, <laughs> God, this is so long ago. This was uh, almost... When the whole 45 18. minutes is going to be spent on this, talking <laughs> about your first mushroom trip. Um, <laughs> no, no. I'll have to dig into my little memory well. Yeah. Um, anyway. We anyway. ended up back in the dorm, and the one thing that I can remember vividly is still images, so pictures and posters would sort of have movement to them. Yeah. They, they would be pulsating and, and vibrating. and Things, things were wild. Wild. Yeah, it, it sort of unlocks... Um, it unlocks a lot in the brain. Was that the first time you were ever this high? I mean, I, I realize it was your first time on, on mushrooms. It was the first time I ever had... Uh, Psychedelic? Visual hallucinations, yeah. It was, eh? Yeah. And prior to that, you just kind of dabbled in weed and booze? Or? Yeah, just like anybody, any other kid. It was just the basic stuff. Now, were all you guys... Was, the, was this your first time doing shrooms? How about the other guys? Like, you said it was your first time. I, I want to say it was all of our first times, but I can't... Pretty green at it, right? Yeah. 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 It, it, this was... So you gotta remember, mushrooms still now have quite a stigma attached to it. Like most people, most people actually don't have never even tried mushrooms. Yeah. Um. So, God, what's eighteen? This is like fifteen years ago, right? Yeah. So. Cause how old are you now? Thirty-three. Thirty-three, young entrepreneur. Love <laughs> it. Good for you. Now, after you had that wicked good mushroom trip, um, d when was it that you craved to do it again? Like, did you start doing it every weekend? No, actually, th there was a long period that went by that I actually didn't do any mushrooms at all, just because I was very busy with, with life. This was just an experience for, us, uh, for all of us to have. Um, I would say probably like six, seven years went by until I had what we call like a normal dose of mushrooms. Yeah, um, and when you say normal dose of mushrooms, are you talking about... 
Like an eighth of a gram, are you talking about in a capsule, like microdosing? What, what are you talking about? I'm talking about, uh, so there's, there's two different types of um, yeah, dosing. Yeah. There's a microdose and a macrodose. So the microdose is quite literally just a very small dose of anything. It can yeah. be anything, right? If yeah. you have a little bit of alcohol, you're microdosing the alcohol. Yeah. If you have a little bit of mushrooms, you're just taking a little bit of the psilocybin. Yeah. Um, what I w it was a very long time until I had a regular dose, which is anywhere between one and three and a half grams. I it's enough to, to give you some of the auditory and visual hallucinations. Um, with the microdosing, you get no none of that. Okay. What you do get is the benefits of psilocybin at a very small dose over time, gradually yeah. introducing it to your system. Yeah. Um, and this is great for people that don't want to trip, that don't want to have, they don't want to lose the control of their senses. Right. Right. So they can still go to work and take this little capsule. Absolutely. And feel happy and warm and fuzzy inside, but not be fucked out of their mind. At a very low um, potency, yeah. And, and when you say very low potency... Give me the technical milligrams or... So uh, a microdose is usually one-tenth of a regular dose. So if somebody... And you got to remember, every, with everything in life, it varies between the people, right? How much somebody can tolerate um, and the effects that it has on everybody. But usually, generally, um, a macrodose is anywhere between one and three and a half grams. So a microdose is anywhere from 50 milligrams to 300 milligrams. Yeah, yeah, and so <clears throat> it's taken in a, the form of a pill. Talk about the different forms that you have in the, in, in the shop. Uh, so with us, uh, it's me and my partners that collectively we have six locations in Ontario. Yeah. Uh, and we just began opening. Uh, this whole thing started three months ago. Um, in our stores, we carry so many products. Um, you can check out all the products online at funguys.ca. Say that again at funguys. www.funguys.ca. Spell funguys. F-U-N-G-U-Y-Z dot C-A. Yeah. Uh, we carry, so we carry obviously the microdose capsules. We carry them in three different doses, the 50 milligrams, 100 milligrams, and 200 milligrams. We carry the macrodose. If This is for people that are very experienced with it and that want to have These the are for the heavy hitters that want to catch a nice, hard fucking bus. Exactly. So... In life, you'll always have uh, people that go all out and people that just want to take it slow, right? So with the macrodose, you can get them in uh, quarter ounces, half ounces, and in ounces. Yeah. Um, and obviously, with anything, we always tell people to use responsibly. Never <coughs> never jump right off the ship, right? You know, just dip your toe in and go slow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but usually, people that buy macrodose, they know what they're doing. They understand the, uh, the risks and the benefits Let's of it. Let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we also carry tons of edibles. So we carry chocolate bars that have psilocybin infused in them. We carry teas, hot chocolates. Um, we carry juices, uh, any gummies. Um, we want to make it as easy for people to consume it. Um, and honestly, as delicious as well. Yeah. Because the taste obviously... People are drawn to that, right? It's got the chocolate or it's in the form of a tea. I mean, you know, it can be a gift for someone, right? Yeah. It's, uh, it's amazing. So I kind of want to touch base on how, how and why we came to be as a, as a business. Um, there's still quite a stigma around psilocybin. Um, people s generally associate it with, uh, it's, it's a bad term, but like hippies and people that kind of just wander in the forest and have all these ceremonies. Yeah. And like, while that may be true, it, it In some cases, that may be true. Well, of 
course, um, taking large doses does give you um, a sense of openness and connectedness with the world. It, it allows you to experience things in a completely different way than you normally would. Less, in, less, less inhibited. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it free, frees your inhibitions, right? Yeah. Free um, your mind. Free your <laughs> mind, baby. Free your mind. And... And, and there's always been like a stigma, even with me, when I first did mushrooms, is, is people are generally scared. Um, they're scared to lose sense, uh, the, c the control that they have over themselves, yeah. right? And that's a natural effect for anybody. Nobody really wants to lose control. Um, but what that's done is sort of push people away from the incredible medical benefits, right? Um, and again, I'm not a doctor, and I can't give... Um, medical advice, but the benefits, if anybody wants to go out there and just do their own research. Yeah, the, the I want you to highlight these benefits. I will. You know, uh, I've, got a little, a I've got a little short point. <laughs> That's okay. I, I want you to. But I, I hear what you're saying, and a lot of people have he heard a story about a friend that's had a bad trip on shrooms. They've taken too much, and then so that's kind of maybe frightened them. Now they have this preconceived notion that, you know, mushrooms are going to be bad and, and, you know, and, and, and they can be, mushrooms yeah. can be bad. Uh, I'm sure it'll depend on your mood, who you're with, the environment you're in, the amount that you consume, whether you've taken them before or you haven't taken them before. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of variables here, Exactly. but I'm sure there's a lot of people that have, uh, tried, uh, shrooms, had a bad trip and maybe they're a bit gun shy to try them again. I, I tried mushrooms once when I was a teenager and never since. I have never tried microdosing. I've never tried mushrooms since. Tried mushrooms once uh, as a teenager and, uh, and had a very uh, uh, hallucinogenic uh, trip on them and, and never really craved them. But uh, I know that a lot of people are into the microdosing and a lot of people are talking about shrooms nowadays. So that's why I brought you in, uh, Reggie. You know, I, I, I've said this for years. People shouldn't do drugs on an empty head. I said that to a client of mine at the Dave the McMahon philosophy. Dog Academy. He says, no, no, Dave, he goes, it goes like this. Don't drink on an empty stomach. I said that too. But don't do drugs on an empty head. In other words, if you're absolutely a mess to begin with, this could fuck you up even further. That's exactly it. Uh, my philosophy on it is you should never rely on one thing to fix many problems. Yeah. Right? So what I tell people is mushrooms and psilocybin is a tool in the shed. It's, uh, it's something to assist you in, in Good. bettering your life. Right? Yeah. But you should never rely on one thing. You should never just take mushrooms and think it's going to fix all of your problems. right? Yeah. There, there's a lot going on in the brain. Um, what, what psilocybin does do is it, um, it helps people sort of open up themselves uh, and to try new experiences that they otherwise wouldn't have, right? Yeah. Um, there's also tons of studies that show that they have antidepressant properties. Um, it helps people with anxiety and depression. And this is just at yeah. the micro. Yeah, the, keep the rolling. Get into, the, get into the benefits. Um, there I was going to save that for the climax of the show at the tail end of the show, but let's do it. Do it uh, now. We can reiterate <laughs> later for those that are uh, distracted during the podcast <laughs> or tuning in later. So some of the known you know, benefits from microdosing uh, psychologically and physically. Keep rolling with that, Reggie. Uh, yeah, there's, so there's, there's an increase in, in sort of the creativity of the person. Um, improved emotional well-being. Uh, it, it promotes feelings of empathy and connectedness. 
and uh, it'll help gain people a new perspective on their life, right? Um, there's also a huge potential for addiction treatment. Um, some studies have suggested that psilocybin may have uh, potential as a treatment for addiction with uh, participants reporting reduced cravings and a greater sense of control over their substance. Um, there's, there's also some technical stuff, uh, which I will try to get to right seems to be really popular with the young Here. people nowadays too, right? I mean, you've yeah. got the young, <laughs> you've got the old, you know, and you've well, got kind of every age group dabbling in it out of curiosity. Yeah, so, I mean, mental health uh, is obviously a big thing. Yes. Um, just me speaking personally, I don't take mushrooms for any sort of mental health issue. I don't... You do them strictly for recreation? Absolutely. I take them, I don't take them for a therapeutic thing. It does help me therapeutically in that music is a little bit better you know you jive and groove a little better movies are a little more intense uh, i take them to heighten an experience that i want to feel right okay like going to, if you if you're going to a concert and just take a shot before the concert right yeah i, I just take a little bit of mushrooms and it sort of enhances an already good feeling for me yeah yeah we'll and you're like yeah put you in the old groovy poo exactly it's right uh, in the old groovy poo it, it it quite literally opens up pathways in your brain that normally don't communicate interact and right? weed so couldn't do that for you I'm not a weed smoker. You're not a weed smoker. So to run a comparison would be... Uh, run a comparison would be like... I realize it's two completely different <laughs> drugs. It is. So the way that I describe it is for me when I take mushrooms, it's I, when I listen to a song that I've heard a thousand times, I'm, I'm almost hearing it again for the first time. You know? Yeah. So Feels like the first time. Exactly. You, <laughs> you, you hear sort of patterns and... and bass lines and, and the notes you hear them you hear them you hear some that you've never even heard before right you get you, you get lost in like one rhythm so you can hear a pin drop almost yeah. you're so tuned in yeah, exactly. to every little nook and cranny <laughs> of what you're taking in i uh, i also take them full in the gym um I before you work out oh yeah absolutely uh, it, it i almost feel locked into what i'm doing right if i have a task or uh something that needs to get done it, it sort of eliminates some of the distractions yeah and, and the pathway just becomes what it is i need to get done do you take shrooms before you have sex oh i absolutely have um is do you prefer having sex on shrooms does it enhance it do you have an erection for a longer period of time get into the nooks and crannies uh, if we want to get into the sweaty details yeah it, it makes sex incredibly more pleasurable um just because of all the the things I've touched on before, your your openness and and your empathy, and you yeah. sort of feel more connected to the person that you're with. Yeah. Um, it becomes <laughs> at the risk of sounding cliche, you're 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 making love instead of just having sex, right? Right. It's not just. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're that's making love. You're not just exactly slapping. It. You're not just bumping uglies. You know what I mean? You're making love. That's exactly it. Uh, I've had the the great pleasure of, of having nothing but good experiences with it yeah i've never had a bad trip myself so I've so but does it enhance your um your stamina my stamina in the in the bed yeah not that you would need enhancing because i mean you're young you should be fine down there uh, you would think <laughs> i've never i've never had the i'm just curious if it's known to enhance stamina like a, a viagra does a good question i can't say with certainty but I, I, can I can definitely tell you, for me, it's never done the opposite. It's never inhibited my ability to perform. Right. You can always get it hard. Yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah. 
you know. And so you've done the shrooms with girls before that have uh, that were first timers with the shrooms. Yeah, I've I've been with many people that have have never done it. So with most, they trust you, and you're gonna make sure that they're okay. So you touched on this earlier. Yo, know, this this comes with anything in life, right? It's not restricted just mushrooms, but any especially drugs, but anything that you're doing that you're uncomfortable with, it always helps if you're with somebody that you are comfortable with, somebody that it may be a little more experienced, right? That's somebody that can guide you through it. Um, I obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm on the wild end of the spectrum. I sort of dive into things unknown, and, 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 <laughs> and I go a little bit crazy, right? <laughs> but most people like to have their hel- uh, hand held and sort of be walked through the process. Yeah. Um, and it's the same thing with mushrooms. Uh Everybody that I talk to that has never done mushrooms always associates it with bad trips, right? Yeah, there's a lot of that. And I think that's what causes the hesitancy about wanting to dabble in mushrooms on a different perspective, like microdosing or whatever. Exactly. You know, it's like tequila. I mean, not just going to booze again, (laughs) but a lot of people have had a bad experience with tequila, Right, where they puke their guts out and they drank too much. So if you're like, hey, you want to try this tequila uh, cocktail I made? No, no, I don't like tequila. I got sick on it when I was in college. You know? it's, it's, a fu- it's funny that you actually said that because I, I had the exact same experience. When I was younger, I had some of that really bad night with tequila. Yeah. And what does the brain do? Who, the brain? Hasn't, who hasn't had a bad night? It'll yeah. bite you. It's a wicked bitch tequila if, you're not, if you don't respect it. So right? what does the brain do? The brain associates a bad night with tequila with yeah. a bad experience. Yeah. And of course... The, when you're in your 30s, you're not going to just suddenly hop right back into tequila. Um, but what you can do is you can take a little bit of tequila. You can start having just a little bit of it. Yeah, and then you can w- microdose with the tequila exactly. and, and have it in a glass with some, you know, some iced tea or some orange juice or make a cocktail. Margarita. You don't have to just sit there and shoot it down your trap all night until you're puking your fucking guts out. Exactly. So... Now, uh, margaritas are actually my favorite drink. I love tequila, right? Because now I... Margaritas are the best, man. I'm not scared of margaritas anymore. Uh, good <laughs> and, most for you. Peop- and most people shouldn't be scared of mushrooms. They should not go into it associating with any bad experiences. You should go into it with an open mind and, and a positive attitude. If you go into it nervous and anxious about it, then of course don't take mushrooms it's it's not a good idea have you explored cooking with these magic mushrooms and putting them in your chili and in your stew yes uh i love experimenting so i you've got good recipes you've followed good books i have good bachelor recipes that i wouldn't uh recommend to couples or families um (laughs) i I don't give this to grandma (laughs) i sprinkle them on my pizza i a really good method for people if they uh they're they're nervous about the taste and sort of the, the, the strong effects of it put in a pot of boiling water and make yeah. tea out of it yes mushroom tea is uh, popular yeah, put a put your favorite tea bag into it boil it up uh, have a couple uh, mugs in the morning it's a great way to start your day um it, it quite literally it makes it makes everything just a little bit more enjoyable and it makes life a little easier to deal with and some of the some of the mundane activities that um most people have to do day to day. Being stuck in traffic it becomes a little bit more tolerable, um, at least for me, um, when I'm on psilocybin. 
whatever. Yeah. Now, how long does it take to kick in with the dosage that you're doing on shrooms? Uh, with a microdose, you can expect... Uh, with a microdose, right? But right. but I'm saying what you would do with shrooms. like Me personally? Yeah, you personally. Like, how long does it take you to get high when you consume shrooms? Ten minutes, a half an hour? How long does it take to kick in? Is <laughs> it like waiting for a baked potato, you know? So so this is one of the, the major... Um, mistakes that most people make is they'll they'll consume I don't know, a couple grams of mushrooms and then a half hour go by and there's not some of the strong effects ah. right so what do, what do people do they say well i didn't take enough yeah uh, i better i better have another little handful of them babies and that is uh that is absolutely <laughs> the worst thing you can do don't do that yeah don't do that <laughs> give it give it half an hour to an hour Right, because okay. because if you if you wait half an hour and then you decide uh, that, f- that wasn't enough and you garble another handful, well, let's say it kicks in at thirty one minutes and now you just ingested another handful of it, you're gonna you definitely have too much to handle. Uh, so I always tell people s- start slow. Yeah, you can you can't go backwards, but you can go forwards. Yeah, um, give it a half an hour to an hour, see how you feel, um, and then go from there. Yeah. Well, it's a, when was the first time that you decided, like, what, what inspired you to start the business? Let's go into that. That's a good question. So uh, it's not just me. Are you the founder or is it a group of you and friends? There is a group. There's, there's two other partners. So they came up with the business idea. I just happen to be knowledgeable. They're actually not big mushroom guys. They were never... You're the front man. You're the knowledgeable man. I'm the guy that who, uh, who's extremely comfortable with mushrooms and... I'd like to say I'm knowledgeable, but there's you, everybody can always keep learning, right? You'll learn till till you die. Um, so they came up to me uh, actually on New Year's Day, uh, and they pitched this whole idea. So I, I gotta I gotta backtrack a little bit. That's okay. Uh, I I I've been to BC often. I, I go quite often, and out in BC, uh, what I used to do is just pick up the phone, Google a mushroom dispensary yeah and then some guy would come and deliver to me in a bag in like half an hour just like they do with weed here in ontario you exactly. can you can call and uh, weed on wheels man exactly um so in bc the the accessibility and how easy you can get it delivered to you was just mind-boggling to me and, th- and I, would, I would i thought that was just normal right out in bc it's normal yeah so when i came back to ontario uh i would order all my mushrooms out from bc and then you know i'd wait four or five days business days and then i'd have a package arrive to me um but i could never get them in ontario and i never even put two and two together to like why don't we just start doing that here yeah well my two partners they did have that idea and they approached me and listen i was a regular guy just like anybody else working a regular job in the construction field i did that for 10 years yeah um and you're like there's got to be another way out of this fucking mess there's got to be a way out of this <laughs> matrix and and the opportunity came to me and and i just jumped ship and i i, was, I went all in f- and it, to me it's such a simple good idea because there's quite a huge market of people that love mushrooms that love having a new experiences and, and viewing life in a different perspective and having the ability to do so in a safe way, right? Um, but that don't have access to it. It's just, it's completely, it was completely, uh, sorry, it was, it was completely difficult to get mushrooms without knowing some guy that knew some guy and, and not really And then the quality him. would vary. Exactly, and, and the reliability of it. And then you'd right? have to call Buddy and wait until he, he gets his shrooms in, a big fucking rigmarole. And, and, mo- and most of the shrooms that 
people were getting here who came from BC anyways. So to me, the idea just seemed way too smart to, uh, to turn down. And in the span of three months, we've opened up six locations. There's one here in Niagara Falls. I was going to say, tell us all about them. So you got one here in Niagara Falls, Ontario. One in Niagara Falls, one in St. Catharines, four in Toronto. Uh, if anybody's curious, they can just open up their Google, look up Fun Guys. That's F-U-N-G-U-I-Z. And you'll see all the locations. They're on our website. Uh, we had one in Bradford, uh, but Bradford's such a smaller town, they kind of threw a little fit. The uh, the mayor of Bradford, if he's listening. Uh, the mayor of Bradford, yeah. he don't want no mushrooms. Yeah, if, if, you'll, uh, if you'll just give us a chance, you'll see that uh, you'd be surprised the amount of people in your town that, um, A, could benefit from it. Yeah. B, just love the idea. Of Niagara it. Falls welcomed you with open arms. Niagara Falls has been great. Um, everybody here has been absolutely amazing. We've got cool people. This is a cool city. I love it. So Open-minded. I used to come to Niagara Falls uh, often for work uh, at the casino over there. Um, what did you do there? Uh, some of their floors. Okay, you did when you were constructing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so the cities are great. The people are amazing. Uh, the people that come to the stores are from all walks of life, all ages. We've had people, obviously, as young Doctors, as lawyers, cops. hotel owners, yeah, it doesn't, cops. It doesn't matter your title. Everybody's the same at the end of the day. We're all human beings. Yeah. And we all strive for the same thing, which is yeah. finding a little bit of clarity and comfort and happiness in life. Um, so we've had we've had people as old as in their 90s, right? If I, I could show you some of the messages that we receive online of, of people that they have come in in a wheelchair with an oxygen tank and you that, that have found open their <laughs> mouth and pop one in at the back of their throat. Not exactly. Uh, <laughs> that have found tremendous benefits of, of psilocybin, and that's what I want people to know. Is I want people to know there's alternatives out there. Yeah. You don't have to be dependent on some of the prescription drugs out there. The So on the technical side of it, and this is just from what I've read through the studies, um, it has incredible antidepressant properties. It, it's, it's more efficacious than, um, some, than of the the pills. some of the pills. Uh, for people that don't respond to antidepressants, for people that don't respond to antidepressants, uh, yeah. psilocybin... Um, is love effective. the word, love the word, psilocybin. Same. Same. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll go on a tangent later on. Um, but, yeah, there's something like an 80% efficacy rate for people that aren't responding to normal antidepressant pills. And it's very good with treating anxiety and stress and um, ADHD and some of the other mental health uh, issues that are plaguing people. And so you don't – we want people to know that you don't have to turn to just one avenue. There, there's multiple ways – um, to sort of treat these things in a holistic and natural manner. Um, I want to revisit the ways to ingest the mushrooms. Because you've talked about putting the shrooms in food that you're cooking, putting them on the pizza, uh, making a tea out of uh, the mushrooms. And uh, there's so many different ways. And then it's infused in a chocolate bar, a gummy. You know, the list goes on and on and on, right? There are some young people that have uh, put alcohol in their body not exactly through their mouth, <laughs> through a different orifice. Are you talking about what they call boofing? Uh, yeah, so there's some people that have uh, put alcohol in their anus to get super, super drunk. Like, I've never tried that, nor would I. And I'm not criticizing you if that's your cup of tea, people. What I'm getting at, is there any other way of ingesting 
the mushrooms. Are you to asking? your knowledge, has anyone, you know, stuck a mushroom up their ass to get high, or that wouldn't work? Uh, that's a great question, and something that I don't even want to put into my Google search. <laughs> um, but we could talk about it on Dave McMahon Unleashed. So the, um, I mean... And we're not <laughs> suggesting you run out, buy some mushrooms, and shove them up your ass. I'm just <laughs> wondering, aside from putting them on pizza, putting them in food, eating them, if there's any other ways of people ingesting them or consuming them. Anyone ever smoke mushrooms? Like, can you dry the dust and have a toki poo of them? So... I know nothing about it. So from my knowledge, the way way psilocybin works in the human body is it's your gut that digests the psilocybin. So when you ingest it, I think you have to sort of eat it yeah. because it's your gut that breaks it down and it breaks yeah. it down and it actually... So don't put them in your bum. Don't put them in your ass. I don't think you're going to... You might get other stimulants out of it, but nothing... Um, <laughs> You've not, never tried it. No, You've never put a mushroom in your bum. <laughs> uh, no, but maybe my partners have and they just haven't told me. <laughs> <laughs> ask them. The next time you're high on shrooms, ask them. Um, or, or with a straight face, have the mushrooms in your hand and say, hey boys, how about we <laughs> shove these up our ass today for a different... Buzz. <laughs> that would be, uh, be quite the trip that uh, <laughs> hopefully I won't relay on a radio station. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's your gut that actually breaks down psilocybin, which is the active compound, <laughs> and it converts it to something called psilocin. And psilocin. Psilocin is the psychoactive ingredient, and that's what uh, binds to your serotonin receptors in the brain, and what it does, it frees up little pathways that... Um, that have been quite stagnant because uh, your brain has so many neurotransmitters yeah. right? and they're kind of like highways, right? Yeah, and great mental stimulation. Exactly. Um, and that's that's the effect. Of we, I mean, scientists still don't even know how this works or why this works. We don't even know why um, magic mushrooms, like what their purpose is, right? It's just kind of, it might be just a byproduct of um, sort of the fungal evolution. Um, yeah, if anyone's, if anyone's ever bored, just go look up some I haven't been bored since I was 10. (laughs) That's a a good... uh, You know what I mean? I'm telling you. 9 or 10 was the last time I was bored. Because I've always got emails to return or fucking brainstorming to do with the next podcast to get cool people on the show like you. you got a young mind. I think you would would love (laughs) mushrooms. You would love... So, uh, But I don't want to hallucinate. So you don't have to hallucinate. There's absolutely no. zero hallucinatory yeah, properties. Yeah, I can microdose. Yeah, microdosing. I might try it someday. Yeah. And, and the great thing about uh, about that is, so when you're microdosing, you're introducing psilocybin at a very slow, gradual rate, right? So you, I, don't, I, don't, I tell people you're not going to experience the, the benefits and effects immediately. I mean, this is something that's a process. You take them uh, every few days or as needed. Mood elevating. And over time, what you're doing is introducing psilocybin at, at such a small dose and such a small rate. Right, but you're right. still getting those, those incredible benefits um, and the effects on the brain. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, you, I think you... From what you've gained so far of me, your analysis is I'm a, a prospective candidate to try microdosing is what you're saying. I, I absolutely. I think, I think everybody would be a, a good candidate, but obviously everybody... Did you bring some with you philosophy. today? I'll put it right in my water. No. <laughs> Look at that, my God. Got you guys a little nerd rope. Wild. Look at that little rope, super potent formula. There you go. So better not take these before teaching my dog obedience classes. Yeah, no, you'll end up, uh, the dog will end up uh, 
training you. <laughs> I'll end up on all fours with a dog collar on my neck, <laughs> and the dog leash will be in my dog's mouth. Uh, now, there's a lot of uh, mis- there's a lot of misconceptions about the shrooms, and there's a lot of misunderstanding. I mean, you recently had police pay you a visit. We did. Uh, Can you talk about that? Yeah. So, um, pay you a visit at your mushroom dispensary. Correct. At actually both locations, they were kind enough to come and visit. What both. locations did the cops show up at? They they showed up in St. Catharines and uh, the Niagara Falls location. Right. Um, the location is four five eight four Queen Street fuck? in Niagara Falls, and seventy three St. Paul Street in St. Catharines. Um, very nice, very nice. Uh, they were professional. They Absolutely, were nice. Yeah. Um, again, like we we've got an awesome Niagara Regional Police Force. We really do. Yeah, they're, they're amazing, and uh, we we have no beef against. We understand yeah. that they have a job. So, to so do they this. showed up, and and what was the beef? Or so what was that? Was a routine check? So here's no, no. Here, here's the legality of it. Um, psilocybin, the possession of it and the sale of it, is illegal on the books. That's just the point blank of it. Um, we disagree with that. And one of the ways you can disagree with the law is to break the law, and protest it, and go to court, and hope to present your case and challenge it that way. Have a judge listen to the arguments, uh, because we feel like all of these things that I've touched on earlier, um, they've been pushed to the side, and people. In, in the government have, have been very uh, dismissive of them and they're not sort of taking it seriously. They're not, mm-hmm. they're not seeing the true potential of it. Um, access to psilocybin is Im- almost next to impossible, right? I mean, Alberta has, has sort of made headway in allowing some physicians to prescribe it. Uh, in Ontario, good luck getting a physician to prescribe you. We're stagnant here with the whole topic, you feel. Absolutely. Um, yeah. you, you, can go to a, you can go to a doctor and get a prescription for God knows anything, right? Uh, but if you want to get a prescription psilocybin, there's no chance. Uh, so we absolutely disagree with that. We so what we're doing is a, I would I would call it a, a medical protest. But if you want to get uh, real, we're 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 saying fuck off. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're it's a big f you um, to the laws on the books. We want them changed, and we want people to notice. Um, this is not an f you to the cops, the prosecutors, the judges, or anybody else. Uh, these these laws are extremely outdated. They've been they've been on the book for like four years, and nobody's even even bothered to take a look at them and 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 amend them or at least consider some making some changes to them. So the cops showed up. They paid us a little visit. They took our stuff. They scared some of the workers. Um, they laid some charges and so they laid a bunch of charges. Yeah, they laid a couple. Of, this is something I'm completely aware of. But nobody was arrested. No, uh, I mean arrested in the sense that they were charged, but not in handcuffs. Nobody's took. Yeah, nobody, nobody was hauled hand- away in the paddy wagon or yeah, the so cop car. There, there's a lot of there's a lot more problems plaguing, uh, plaguing communities than uh, than a mushroom store. Um, <laughs> an old friend. No, it's just somebody that's looking into the window, going, "Check this out, forty-six eighty Q dot ca." Hey, he's starstruck. And they see some handsome stallions in here, and they're like, "Holy <laughs> shit, what's going on in there?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's one trippy-looking people. Hey. Um. So. <laughs> so yeah, I I know all the risks, and uh, you know the risks. You're prepared to take the heat. Absolutely. Um. If they came in. They laid charges. Uh, we hope the prosecutors can and can be a little bit sympathetic to their cause, and um, and at least have a different 
So you and your partners will go to court? Yeah, we have no problem doing that. We, we have you have been to court before on this uh, these charges? Not on these. I've been to court before. I, I studied some law when I was in uh, in university. Yeah. Um, so I do have a little bit of a legal background, but not. Do you have a criminal record? No, nope. no criminal record. Um, I'm very shy with my questions. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, uh, I've been a youth just like everybody else. I've done some dumb yeah. stuff, so I've had to go to court and I've had to. Uh, You've been caught some sometimes and not caught others. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it is legal. We we have little protocols and um, uh, things for customers when they come to the store. They have to sign a legal waiver, right? We want people to know they have to be 19 plus. They have to show ID. So um, they got to show ID to buy the shrooms. Correct. I mean, we we try to take all the necessary precautions to sort of limit the the abuse of it. Um, we don't want inexperienced people or young kids to, to gain their hands on it. Uh, but adults, consenting adults that want to make up their own minds and want to have uh, the options available to them, we, we afford them that option. We facilitate the, the possibility to, to buy the product and to sort of have access to psilocybin. What do, you what, do. what do you predict the outcome is going to be when you go to court for being charged? What do you predict the outcome is going to be? Some Nothing some but big victory. Um, <laughs> some big fat fines. Yeah, so um, there's, there's fines associated. Will you be ordered to close your stores? Do you think that's in in the cards? I'm hopefully not, not I, right? I, yeah, hopefully not. I can't I can't predict the future. Um, what I can do is say that we will. You need a lawyer that that consumes shrooms himself, and he's all he's a big fan and advocate of the shrooms. Oh, we right? have a couple lawyers. Oh, we I'm have, sure. Uh, we have Paul Lewin and uh, Jack Lloyd. Um, so Paul Lewin is actually on one of the cases, um, hopefully going before the Supreme Court about um, uh, about this very issue and about people's ability to have access to psilocybin. Uh, so he's already fighting the good cause. We're yep. doing our part. Um, yeah, it's it's unfortunate, um, but we do like we understand that it, it's still such a new uh, new field, and, and it might put some people at ease. Or sorry. It might make people uneasy, the fact that we are a mushroom dispensary and we are a brick and mortar. We're right there in in the city. Um, so we understand that there might be some backlash, but we just hope that over time uh, the sentiment will change. Was there any ink or press done, on, press done on this as to the charges laid? Did they? Was anything ended up in the newspaper about you guys being charged for selling shrooms in the stores, to your knowledge? In Bradford, there was, because the mayor made such a stink about it. Yeah. Um, so we are on CTV News in Barrie, I think it was. Um, Do you think that that uh, negative ink is going to... Uh, help the bottom line and and drive some more business to the stores sometimes those things happen do you it think? does it does um what we what we hope to accomplish by it is is getting the word out letting people know that uh, a we exist b there's a an alternative method for people to buy mushrooms um and yeah it definitely boosts uh business as well with with these two uh last visits the police were kind enough. It was very quiet. <clears throat> I don't even think anybody, I don't think anybody realized we even got raided, as you would call it. Yeah. But um, you would go as far as saying it was a raid? Oh, absolutely. It was. Yeah, they, they brought a warrant. They brought their warrant. They entered professionally. Pro very professionally. We've got an amazing police force here, as I've indicated already. Yeah, they took. And uh, they confiscated some shrooms from you? They did. I hope they're making good use of it. I hope it's not going to waste. I hope some of the fine uh, law enforcement and prosecutors and judges took some home with them to sample. 
and I hope that uh, <laughs> I hope that they can see that. Uh, Holy shit! I hope that they can see that it's not as bad as it's been made out to be. It's like that. It's it's the stigma of the '60s, right? How marijuana is viewed as this, like devil drug, right? It's that's right. It's it's it's, it's actually mind blowing as somebody who's so comfortable with mushrooms to see such a negative uh, response to it. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a crazy world of mushrooms. And it was fun having you, Reggie Floyd. As always, time's up. As time flew by. We covered oh, it. We shot the shit. We had a good time. Yeah, there's there's so many more things. We that, learned uh, that we shouldn't put mushrooms in our bum. No, yeah. We yeah. learned that we can make tea with them. We can put mushrooms in our chili, magic mushrooms in the chili, but don't let Grandma have any unless, of course, she's down for it. <laughs> you know, uh, there's Mr. Paul K. Lemire, uh... Absolutely, host of Absolutely, uh, big huge Habs fan, host of Absolutely on 4680Q.ca. Paul's show will be coming up uh, very shortly. But uh, Reggie, give uh, give my listeners your contact info uh, again: Instagram, uh, Facebook, and your website, please, Reggie. Absolutely, um, you can reach us <coughs> at any of our six locations. Uh, those can be found on our website at www.funguys. That's F-U-N-G-U-Y-Z.ca. Uh, my telephone contact is 289-775-5255. Uh, we're always looking for workers and people that are very passionate about this um, this emerging field uh, to join us in this movement. And the takeaway that I want people to come from this is um, there's a lot of benefits to it, and, and we hope it just becomes a little more main- mainstream as time goes on. Reggie, have yourself a doggone great day, brother. You as well, Dave. Thank you very much. Take it easy. Ciao. I'm out of here. Dave McMahon Unleashed. Bye.